Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Come on, side, side, side. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is Ed Lover. This is Come On, Son, the podcast. How y'all doing? This podcast is being oversaw by the late Combat Jack, as usual. Hip-hop is in a state of emergency. It really is. And, and on this podcast, I'm going to say a lot of stuff that might put me in a position where you guys stop listening to me because of my opinion on this. The death of Takeoff from the Migos is not a shock or a surprise. It's painful and it's hurtful, but it's not a shock or a surprise because this has been going on for a long time. I've experienced this before many times with some artists that I was close to and some artists that I didn't know at all. But it's just the fact that this keeps happening and then we keep saying the same thing. We keep throwing up the rest in peace. Oh, my God, I'm shocked. Oh, no, not little bro. All of that, all that bullshit. And then the same thing happens again. Why does it happen again? Because we keep allowing it to happen again. Because hip-hop is in a state of emergency. Now, who do you want to blame for this state of emergency? Y'all tell me. Do you want to blame the people that put the music out and promote it? Or do you want to blame the people that make the music? Please tell me who you want to blame because we always feel like we want to blame somebody. Every single time this happens, we feel like we want to blame somebody. The the first, very first big murder in the hip-hop community that I can remember, listen to y'all, this is me, almost 60 years old, Ed Lover, the one that I can remember is Scott LaRock. That's the first one that I can remember was Boogie Down Productions founder, co-founder with the mighty KRS-One, Scott LaRock. That's the first one that I can remember. The one that hit home hardest for me, Big Stretch from the Live Squad because Stretch was a close personal friend of mine, came to me, gave me the music, 
I let Latifah hear it. Latifah arranged a meeting at Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy signed Live Squad. Things happened with Ice Teen, the cop killer. They had killing a cop in one of their songs, so they ended up getting dropped by Tommy Boy. Stretch them kept on producing. Really close friends with Pac, doing a lot of stuff with Pac and, and other artists. That's the one that hit home closest for me. That was personal. Pac in 1996, Stretch in 95, Biggie in 1997, XXX Tentacion, Takeoff, Young Dolph, Dollar, Nipsey, PNB Rock, Pop Smoke, King Von, Fat Pat, Big L, Freaky Todd, Jam Master J, Camouflage, Soldier Slim, Proof, Doe Beat, Bankroll Fresh, Houdini, Snooty Wild, Archie Eversall, Treble, Mac Dre from the Bay, and also Mossberg that was working with DJ Quick in LA. I can't remember the year, but he was he was Lil Snoop, signed to Meek Mill, right? Wasn't he killed by gun violence? So many, you see, so many people that we lose track of, and I'm quite sure y'all can add other artists to this list that we probably forgot about because we are desensitized to the fact that this keeps happening. Now, who are we going to blame? I have heard all the rhetoric about blaming the record companies and the record labels. I have heard all the rhetoric about it. I have heard the rhetoric about whoever owns the labels. I have heard the rhetoric about their, their preferred religion but I haven't heard anybody say anything about the artists that are going into the studio and making this music. I haven't heard anybody say anything about the music that came before today's music. I haven't heard anybody say anything about Easy e becoming rich off this music, Diddy becoming rich off this music, Suge Knight becoming rich off this music, Russell Simmons becoming rich off this music. Andre Harrell becoming super rich off this music. Jay-Z becoming rich off of this music. I do not remember one person walking into the studio that was outside of the black race telling any artist what to say. Some say the problem is there's a lack of balance in the music. Some people believe as a conspiracy theory by the record labels to only put out negative music because they have holdings in the privatization of the prison system. I don't know if that's true or not. I know that there is no balance in music, so these kids are growing up with no balance in music. Let's talk about our part in this, because I can't speak for other people, but I can speak for my people, my black people. Let's talk about the fact that looking at it from the outside of a man that's been around in this business for so many years, all of those people that I've named that got killed, I was around, involved in the music business since 1989. Let's talk about the fact that in our community, we do not applaud intelligence but we applaud the so-called, quote, unquote, real nigga. 
Who is the quote unquote real nigga? Who is the quote unquote real bitch? I say nigga just like everybody else. But I'm now understanding as I mature that that word has a fucking negative connotation on it no matter how you slice it. It has a negative and it has a positive. When I do stand-up comedy around the country and there's white people in the audience, I always make a joke about the word nigga. Because if I say what's up, nigga, to my man, he's going to say what's up, my nigga. It's kind of like a term of endearment to us, but it can also be a term that is so negative and has such a negative effect on us between each other. Sometimes we look to people that have destroyed our neighborhoods or destroyed our families. And even if it's not your family, you applaud this dude that did four or five murders and did 30 something years in prison and he comes home and you applaud him as a real nigga. But the dude that's a civil engineer is not a real nigga. Why is that? Why do we associate being real with criminality and violence in our neighborhood? Who don't fuck with him? He real. He a real nigga. So the dude that went to school that graduated summa cum laude or magnum cum laude that went on to graduate school that has his master's degree that's doing absolutely wonderful things in his life and giving back to the neighborhood is not a quote unquote real nigga. And then when we get mad at each other, we say, what? Fuck that nigga. Hip hop is in a state of emergency. And the, and the people that have come up in hip hop and made a shitload of money and has earned such a living that they can put they, that their kids can't spell, spend their money are not doing anything about it right now. Just cause I love my nigga. I shed blood for my nigga. Let a nigga holler where my nigga shoot a motherfucker in a minute. They grab a good piece of pussy and go up in it. So when you at the show in the front row, I'm going to call you a bitch and a dirty ass hoe. Those are rap lyrics. Way before the rap lyrics that we understand right now, that we have a problem with because we mature. Now, that's back in the days. Rap lyrics. So is this. I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan and I shouldn't have to run from a black man because that's self-destruction. You're headed for self-destruction. The balance in hip-hop is not there. The negativity that's being fed over and over and over and over is turning our kids into animals to the point where Every person that has an altercation is so afraid on so many levels. Level number one, they ain't even trying to fight no more with their hands. Why? Because if they get knocked out, it's on video and it's all over the place. If they get shot and laid out, like Takeoff did, that's on video all over the place. 
So nobody wants to fight no more. Nobody wants to risk taking an L in hand-to-hand combat. They'd rather pull out and shoot. Not to wound, but to end your life. The good die mostly over bullshit. Goody mob. They told us that a long time ago. We just don't seem to be embracing the fact that the lack of balance in music, the music that we have right now, the way we perceive each other is having a negative effect on our society. All the way across the board because you, my friend, are old enough to understand the difference but the youngins coming behind you are not. They don't understand the difference. They don't know what conflict resolution is. All they know is gun, shoot. Everything is connected. All of this shit is connected. I live in a state where when I moved here, you had to have a concealed carry license in order to carry a gun. In Texas, where takeoff was murdered, everybody can have a gun. In the state of Georgia, everybody can conceal carry. It doesn't matter. There is no mental background check for you to own a weapon at all. At all. At all. Part of the reason why all of this shit is going crazy. The Parkland shooting, he just got sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. For all those people that got killed. What was that mentally unfit person doing with a firearm? Well, it's everybody's God-given right, according to some people. The people that it doesn't affect. We can sit here and we can stand here and we can lay here and we can crawl here. We can skip, hop, and jump here and put the blame for our situation on everyone else except ourselves when hip-hop has a huge part in the mentality of the millennials and the people, what is that, Generation Z? Yes, them. Hip-hop is all they know. They don't know nothing positive that comes out of hip-hop. They can't recite a self-destruction song or we're all in the same gang song. Or I'm down with the King song. Or they reminisce over you type of song. Those songs, those songs, and many, 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 many others. That gave us the balance, the fight the power songs. The can't trust it songs. The songs from X-Clan and Brother Parrots out in the Bay Area. Dear Mama from Tupac, they can't recite those songs. Those, there's no new music like that. And you're going to tell me that there's people that are from the other side. There's people, specifically Jewish record label owners, that are going into the studio with you and forcing you to make that kind of music. I don't fucking believe that. We are not taking accountability for the shit that we do. And then we talk about 
the Jewish community canceling Kanye West. When, when Kanye said something about our ancestors, we should have canceled them. But we don't. Kanye can align himself next to a president that hated you. You don't cancel him. Kanye can say that slavery that did not give your parents a choice to, to have generational wealth seemed like it was a choice. You don't cancel them. White Lives Matter t-shirt disrespects George Floyd's death and you don't cancel them. And then you wonder why somebody else will cancel him. Because you don't stand up for your damn self. Because you'd rather just, oh, yeah, oh, the shoes are crazy, though. The shoes are hot. Yeah. Fuck that. The shoes are hot. Yeah. Slavery is a choice. Yeah, because everybody that was a slave could read. And they had cars. And they had, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they knew how to get to freedom. Mm -hmm. They knew how to get from South Carolina to Florida. Deep Florida. Northern part. Not all of that was slave town. They knew how to get all the way up east because they could just jump on the bus, the train, or fly, right? Yeah, that's cool, right? Because the Donda Academy and Donda Sports and Donda this, just to stand next to him because he's a billionaire. Yeah, that's cool. We don't take responsibility of the shit that we do. We find a reason why... This shit is real. This shit is really killing us. I saw a meme that said black men have the right to grow old. Yeah, that's everybody else's fault. 13 people got shot Halloween. Three kids in Chicago. Eh, that's not our fault either, right? That's not us, no. We know better. We know better. Do we do better with what we know? Nah, no. No, we don't. I'm 100% real with y'all. We don't. We don't. But because I don't have a lengthy criminal record as long as my arm, I ain't a real nigga. I, I'm not real. My daughter Jasmine's not real because she got her master's degree. She ain't keeping it, keeping it real. What the fuck is keeping it real? Everything and every person is real. From the cockroach to the bald eagle, it's real. From the dude that goes to school to the dude that don't go to school, from the crackhead to the scholar, it's real. No one realer than anybody else. What does keeping it real get you? Four, five, six life sentences? Never get to see your kids grow, so now your kids grow up without their dad. Because you were keeping it real over some bullshit. Goody mob. Good die mostly over bullshit. 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 Because you're a chump. And you're afraid to fight with your hands. You can't take an L with your hands. So you pull out, start shooting, and somebody gets hit. Or somebody got more than you. So you run up in their house and you want to take it from them and you kill them. Because you're too afraid to go out and work for it for, your, for yourself. Or somebody's just chilling. 
having a meal with their girl, and they got a lot of jewelry on, P&B Rock. Ah, let's take it from them and murder them. That's real. That's a real nigga that did that, right? I don't understand this shit. I don't, I don't understand nothing. Why do we always want to point the finger at other shit when we don't get our shit right? We don't. If we did, then I think collectively we could turn around and say that something is wrong with someone else. Or somebody's doing this to us. Or somebody's doing that to us. I think we can do that. If, for the most part, we had our stuff together, but we don't. We do not stick together. We don't. Come on, side, side. Dancing crew, trip for two, nail the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This portion of Kibbutzad, the podcast, is brought to you by Mickey D's. The realest conversations always happen in a Mickey D's booth. All the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. A full car ordering in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. A full car of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole fam out to dinner. Everyone got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on. Make more delicious memories. Whether it's your kicks, your clothes, or anything else, going with the best gives you that swagger and confidence to be yourself, to be bold, and to live large. Living large is all about being authentic, cool under pressure, and prepared for whatever comes your way. You always got to be the man with a plan, and when life throws those special moments at you, you can't accept anything less than the gold standard. Magnum Large condoms help you play it cool and stay protected. Magnum, live large. Look for Magnum condoms wherever condoms are sold. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. So don't get mad when another ethnicity or religion sticks together because we do not. It's the age-old adage that black people cannot stick together because if you give one more than they, the other ones have, they will sell you the fuck out. It is widely known that there were black people placed inside the Black Panther Party 
inside Dr. King's party, inside the Nation of Islam, and inside Malcolm X's party to sell them out and to report back to the CIA what was going on and they got paid for it. They did it for a little bit of bullshit money. America sold us on the fact that these two men killed Malcolm X and now the state of New York has to pay them upwards of $40 million for wrongful imprisonment because they did not do it. And my whole life, I thought that they did it. They did not do it. We don't control the narrative, but we buy and we drink the juice on anything that somebody that has more money than you says to you, you will drink the juice, you will belittle yourself, you will compromise your morality. For it, I told y'all I'm going to say some unpopular shit on this podcast. Because enough is a fucking enough. Play me Kumo D's verse from self-destruction. now you know what's gonna happen now that takeoff is gone life is gonna continue the same way life continued without Pac and life continued without big life continues when your ass ain't here no more The same way life continued without Pop Smoke. Life continued without Nipsey. Life continued without XXX. Without Young Dolph. Without PNB. Without Fat Pat, King Vaughn, Big L, Freaky Ty. Lights, Camera, Action is a song by Mr. Cheeks that came out after Freaky Ty passed. He didn't stop making music because Freaky Ty got murdered. You don't think that somewhere down the line, Offset and Quavo are going to make music? What did Takeoff die for? Some fucking bullshit. And they just dropped Messy. Can you play me a little bit of Messy, please? Don't let that bro bitch in, cause she too messy. Bitch. Who the fuck them bro boys with? Get out my section. Get out my section. Just pull the muscle, god down. Too much flexing. Damn. Caught them in traffic on the accident, we pressing. Got them. Smoking Zaza every second, I be stressing. <laughs> if they ain't trying to beat them, fuck it. Won't you stretch them? Do that. They wipe their nose for that tissue, God bless them. Wipe it. I dropped them for a perp, I call that shit Chris Webber. Drink. Take I off. know you niggas wanna be me, but it's levels. Bitch. I got the gang tatted on me, that's forever Gang, wanna know my moves and all my spots, but I move clever Move, wanna know my stash, how much I got, but I ain't gon' tell them 
uh-uh. Push it, push it, run it through it. Get that bag, come on. Go. Titanic yacht, big enough for all my niggas to jump on. on. I know she came with you, but she looking for me to go home. Me. Roll it discontinued like the drink I used to sip on. Unkin Few. Quavo's the uncle to take off. Had an opportunity to meet these guys one day, and they was telling me how they were really small, and their uncles used to watch your TV raps and their family members, and how much respect they had for me as an OG. And I really appreciated that because that's the second time I had met a young artist that was doing it big that I did not know I was on their radar. They approached me. I saw them at the radio station. They were at another station within the same circumference of the station that I was at doing an interview at Hot 107.9 here in Atlanta. Young Dolph, another one. So much respect. I could not fucking believe it. Young Thug, another one. Could not believe these dudes even knew who I were. These dudes are making more money than we had ever saw in our time. These dudes are becoming multimillionaires off their music, off their touring, these festivals, their merchandise, their deals outside of it with these companies. What was cracked open a long time ago has enabled these artists to make money, 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 money. That being said, as a young artist out there, if anybody even plays this for you or you're listening to it, be careful with the company you keep. Be careful of the people you're around. Be careful of what you put on social media. Be careful of where you go. And you don't have to prove that you are anything to anyone. You don't have to prove that you're a real nigga. Stop wearing all your jewelry outside. Stop flashing all your money. Matter of fact, I can't remember the young lady's name that was down with Lil Uzi Verb that just got killed. Yeah, robbed her and killed her. Left her slumped. You see that? It's happening so many times you can't even remember everybody's name. You can't. What are we doing? When we pull the trigger on each other, fuck all the other shit that's going on. What are we doing? Everybody that met Takeoff said that out of all three of them, Takeoff was the most laid back, cool, nonchalant, nice person. Like I said, I only met the Migos one time. I didn't know Takeoff like that. I don't know Offset like that. And I don't know Quavo like that. So personality-wise, I couldn't tell you which one is what. But I could tell you what people are saying about him as a 28-year-old man. What his personality was. Where does this leave his family? Where does it leave the group? People are distraught and hurt over this, but if we don't straighten our own shit out, this is not going to be the last time that we're talking about this. I'm pretty sure this is not the last, this, this ain't the first podcast I ever did about this. It's not. And I'm quite sure it won't be the last. I'm on social media. 
I'm, I'm on social media. I see it. I see this clout chasing. It's getting worse. Rest in peace, respect the takeoff. But you put his video of him dead in a pool of blood on social media, not caring what his family saw, what his friends saw, or what his fans saw. That's real nigga shit, though, right? You don't care. We have a big part to play in the narrative moving forward. A big part to play. And no, that this is artistry. I do understand that. And I'm not going to blame today's artist because I'd be damned if we didn't talk about a lot of killing and a lot of shit during the heyday of our 50 and better, 40 and better, our heyday of rap, that I should put it. Mob Deep, rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. Y'all alone in these streets, cousin. Keep them shook crews running like they supposed to. We had some violent shit. A lot more than that. A lot more than Mob Deep. A lot more than Nori and Capone. and A lot. A lot more than Jay. A lot more than Biggie. A lot more than Pac. A lot more than Live Squad. What about the baby? Throw it out the window because I'm a murderer. I was executive producer on that. I know it's artistry, but you always got to keep in the back of your mind that the young people that are listening to your music do not know the difference. And the difference and putting that into the atmosphere could at some point cost you your life or someone close to you. I don't want to hear about all of this bullshit, this Kyrie Irving shit. Now, him and the Nets are giving $500,000 apiece because Kyrie wanted to tweet out a movie and a book that a true black Jew, Amari Stoudemire, who has studied, said was full of bullshit. Bad timing. Why would you do that? And say you respect all religions. It's bad timing. You know what just happened with Kanye West. Why, why the fuck would you do something like that? And then I've seen people get mad because Shaq and, and Charles Barkley both called him an idiot. It's an idiot move. It was. But we want to nitpick the little shit. You want to nitpick the little shit. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all something. And think about this from this perspective, just for one second. If black people had a lot of power, let's just say the Baptist or Christian community of black people 
had a lot of power. And some white boy came in and said some anti-Christian or black shit that was on a big stage like that, that was getting money with us. We would cancel his fucking ass. So what do you expect them to do? I said this in conversations with other people. When Kanye do shit that's like white lives matter, when him and Candace Owens do that, and when he says things that are anti-black, you are adding fuel to racist, right-wing, conservative, Nazis, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, and Klan members. You are helping them to add fire under their ass because they don't like the Jewish community either. Matter of fact, they probably hate the Jewish community more than they hate the black community. So you are helping to fuel the fire of anti-blackness and anti-Judaism. You are. You fucking are. But they're going to stick together and we not. I haven't seen anybody put some concrete fucking proof in front of me about the shit that y'all are talking about. Show it to me. You mad because somebody has accumulated power in the United States of America that was just as oppressed in this country as we were? That's what we mad at? But black lives matter to us, but it doesn't matter to us because we consistently killing ourselves. When you can become something, I'm not saying that we know there's a glass ceiling. We damn right know there's a glass ceiling in America for, for blacks. We know that. But you can be better. But y'all want to be real niggas. Real bitches. That's what y'all want to be. Y'all just want to accumulate a lot of money and then go shopping at high-end stores and buy big cars and big houses and don't save no money and just be a real nigga, cause you know I'm I'm just I'm keeping it real. And you want to look down on the educated person, cause they're not keeping it real, cause they ain't from the streets. No, it's keeping it real. Caring about yourself and your community. You want to see a change? All the artists out there that love take off. You want to see a change? You want to change the mindset of the next generation? Give me a balance in your music. You can still paint a picture of the complete blight that's going on in the black community, but give me something positive too. Every other nigga that come out your mouth, replace it with brother or sister. Start sticking together. Build something in the community with all the money that you're getting out of the community.
You make the music that you want to make. And if you cannot make the music that you want to make, and if there's somebody out there forcing you to make negative music, when you have your phone on you, put your phone in your pocket when you're in these, in these meetings and record it and prove it to be fact. We record everything else. Record that. Sit in a meeting and say, I just need to record this meeting for my own purposes. So there's somebody telling you now nah, you, you, you're missing, um, you, you, by contract you need four more niggas, uh, three, four more bitches, and a couple of more kills in, in this music. But when we call you on the carpet of your negative music, you're saying, well, I'm just keeping it real. Until somebody's dead, and then we like, oh, no, little bro. Oh, no, little sis. Oh, no. Damn. This shit's got to stop. Okay, fuck a nigga up. Fuck a nigga up. Kill a bitch. Oh, no, this got to stop. Oh, no. Until the shit hit home. Oh, no, damn. This is fucked up. Not another one, yo. Oh, I can't believe this shit. Damn. That was my homie. Damn. All right, let's go back in the studio. I'm going to kill every nigga that shot you. Instead of saying, brothers, let's love each other. Can I get some balance? Can I get some? Ain't shit going to change. Ain't shit gonna change nah it's not took a brother's life with a knife while his wife cried cause he died a trifling death when he left his very, his very last breath was I slept so watch his step back in the 60's my brothers and sisters were hanged how could you gang bang I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan and I shouldn't have to run from a black man I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan and I shouldn't have to run from a black man because that's self-destruction. We're headed for self-destruction. Hip-hop is in a state of emergency. Black people, we're in a state of emergency. I'm Ed Lover. This is Come On Son, the podcast. Peace. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.